Welcome to Probably Science. I'm Matt Kirshen. I am Andy Wood. I'm Jesse Case. And uh, I, I've, I've been driving. I've been traveling. Yeah? Uh, yeah, be, been up in the Bay Area. Had to... now, now, did you take uh, the 101 or did you take the 5? I took the 5, Jesse. Hmm. Okay. okay. It's very little exciting. A little less scenic. A little less scenic. A little less, to... less scenic. Less scenic, but an hour scenic. and a half shorter. You got to stop And you get to drive past Anderson's? a lot of cows at one point. There's a <laughs> right. point on the 5 where... You drive past a large number of cows and it reeks. Yeah, you can smell it. Have That's you cowschwitz, right? That's what they call uh, it. Have Have you done the yep. the yep. one? Have you driven the one? Like like Not, right right on the coast? It's like you're, ha- you're like in the water, basically. I've only done that very briefly, but it does it has sort of like video game quality to it. There's all these signs that say you're in a tsunami zone, and I'm like, uh, well, I don't hey, know Je- what to Jesse, do. Jesse, I was born in a tsunami zone. Well, you were, you were. No, I remember. I remember the song. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I don't like. I don't know what to do about being in a tsunami. I'm like, do I leave? People live here. I don't know. But I say a good thing to do at any point is to get a guest on the air. Should yeah, we yeah, yeah, our yeah, guests? yeah, absolutely. Super, super funny comic, and and all around good human being. It's Katrina Davis. Hey, Katrina. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining. Of Thanks course. for jumping on. Thanks for bearing with it when I sent you completely the wrong link and. Rather than oh, being infuriated, no. you just went, I don't know, well, you know, I'm in a room and no one else is here. No, she accidentally uh, did an hour on Rogan. And it was like, <laughs> You brutal. share rooms? Yeah. I have I have two things to plug now. I also have another episode coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just an hour of you saying hello, hello. Yeah. But we, we're going to put it out as a Patreon-only bonus. Yep. <laughs> just, yep. Me so talking we- to my cat. I don't think they're here, Abner. Just that. <laughs> Oh, Abner's a good cat name. That's a great cat name. How old's Abner? He is like roundabout three. He's like an adult I found on the street. <laughs> okay, so does he? Ha- did uh, you get him? You get him uh, spayed and what? And neutered? Sorry, neutered. Oh yeah. Yep, I did. I felt so, bad. No, I mean, did, no. That's I'm I'm pro. That's what you're uh, supposed to, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. you're supposed to do. But I was wondering if he had the big. Did he have the big cheeks pre-neuter? The big cat with balls cheeks, you know the. Oh, um, oh is that a thing? Yeah, you you know how like a uh, like, <laughs> you know like silverback gorillas like they they'll get like the alpha will develop different physical properties and cats do that. That's why like uh that's why like tomcat cheek like male cats get these giant fucking cheeks, man. Like a smugness what? to them. Uh, yeah, that, that's like the. You know, uh, that's that's why they they they're incredibly territorial. That's why there's a lot of like FIV. I have a I have a female cat with FIV, um, and I think I know the I think I know the guy that bit her, the guy cat. Oh my god! Who's like he, around and his cheeks like drag on the ground. No, he has normal size. I did not know any of this. So well, the I'm cheeks will go down after you learning. snip the after you snip the old uh, yeah. kisses. Well, he okay. had them for like at least his teen years, so right. his his face looks normal. I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just no, googled. Just, I, I just googled Tomcat cheeks, and they're actually opening for the smile at the Orpheum next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Tomcat jowls are definitely a thing that come up when you Google. So I um, didn't know. Yeah, they're they're also known as stud jowls. Stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it says here they're, they're fleshy areas that develop 
Uh, hold on here. They're fl- oh, yeah, I do here we not go. like the way stud jowl sounds at all. Well, and no one, no one likes to hear fleshy area. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like my least favorite type of area. Um, but but uh, stud jowls are fleshy areas that develop in the cheeks of intact male cats due to the effects of hormone testosterone. Oh. Tom- tomcat jowls send a signal to other intact males as well as fertile females of their physical status and protect vulnerable neck areas during territorial fighting. Hence the name Shields. Stop. So they're like, check out these jowls. I can protect my neck, literally. (laughs) Yeah, it's like sort of the cat version of like a sick Ed Hardy shirt, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, obviously. Oh, my God. Yeah. um, When you want to put the vibe out, I'll throw on my Ted Hardy shirt. No, I don't know, man. They they have a... Anyway, I was just wondering I'm if I'm just looking cheeks, at my cat's cheeks while you're talking. I'm I sorry. was just wondering <laughs> if they'd gotten smaller because I have a, uh, I have a friend right now. I, I he does like a board game night at his house. I'm a very exciting guy, and I've been noticing his cat Todd, uh, recently got neutered. And every time I go to board game night, the cheeks are getting smaller. Oh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so oh I saw God, Todd no. last night, and he had almost like normal looking cheeks. But at I first, feel like he, like he was like a. Probably never had a chance to really get jowled up out in those streets because he was yeah. like young. Yeah. Aw, Abner, I took your cheeks away. No, I, I legit, like you were saying, it's good to do it. I looked it up because I didn't want to be like a mom who circumcises her son without looking into it. Sure. But apparently, it is really good for them and keeps them less prone to like certain kinds of infections as house cats and stuff so oh yeah no you gotta you gotta do it um no i i uh yeah i just took one of mine i got two and i just took one down uh, recently get, get <laughs> took it all. one down took you mean <laughs> one cheek no 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, one no, more I, have, time. I have two lady cats so I took her down to uh, get rid of the oh, old ovaries. Fixed. I got yeah, you. Well, yeah. at first I didn't know that you were talking about cheeks on their faces, and I thought, oh yes, that yes, face dudes cheeks that weren't fixed just had fat asses. Like I thought you were saying they're like <laughs> double cheeked up if they don't get fixed. I was like, I did not know. Yeah, well, to protect no, to protect the scrotum, they've got big beefy zaddies. <laughs> they're big, big beefy boys. They get thick, tiny. <laughs> yeah, I like it. You can always tell. <laughs> Oh, yeah. there's no way that cat's fake. Look on the ass on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's making things real weird in the alley. Nah, that one's had implants. Yeah, you can tell. You can it's tell. Setting it's setting unrealistic standards. He's had a Brazilian butt lift. Yep. Yeah. Just a cat with very, very skinny legs and a huge butt. <laughs> By the way, yeah. I've been furiously trying to get chat GPT to tell me about Tomcat jowls and or oh, you're still jowls. On, you're still on that you're still well, on I, the... I just I'm still obsessed so I just wanted to see if I could get it to tell me some more about them but this it's really dropping the ball on Tomcat jowls or stud jowls so yeah stud sometimes jowls is, yeah that is something I'll never forget <laughs> now that I've heard it yeah I'm gonna look at the, I'm gonna look at the cheeks of every cat I see now and just sort of try and judge what how what their nut situation is <laughs> what their net situation is. Man. Yeah, anyway. anyway yeah, that's I, the, that's I, the I didn't expect to learn thing. about cat cheeks today. This is fascinating. I, I had no idea. Yeah. And especially that it would go away after you neuter, neuter them. I would think that. That I be. definitely didn't expect. Yeah. yeah, it's like a hormone hormone thing. It's, it's but weird. It's a, but it's a reversible thing. It's not like, you know, you sort of have to put... 
if you know you're going to take their nuts away, you put them on hormone blockers first and just see how right. they feel about it. So they don't get the stud gels. My, yeah. uh, my cat, it's the first cat I had, uh, Sylvia, when I found her, she was like, they told me, she, I, I was asking, this sucks. I, I took her to the vet and, and I was like, she was like six months old because they said she still has some baby teeth. And I was like, could she be pregnant? Uh, and they're like, why do you ask? And I said, her, her nipples look big. And they like looked at me like I was a freak, like checking out my cats. They're like, no, she's not. She's six months old. Why are you even you're looking at your cat's nipples like I'm all weird. Uh, so I so I took her in to get spayed. My cat's nipples look weird and they taste a little bit more. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so I took her in to get spayed and then they called halfway through and they're like, yeah, she was totally pregnant. Uh, so they, they gave her an abortion. Yeah. And. You know, afterwards, I, I snuck her out in a hoodie. We went and got coffee and talked about it and uh, <laughs> passed all. Played, played some Ben Folds 5. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah, my Passed the gosh. protesters. I took her to a Denny's and told her it's okay. And, um, <laughs> and but, how she was way too young anyway. But, like, yeah. I I think. Her body, that, Jesse's choice, you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I've always said. She, um, I'm running for senator. No, she, uh. <laughs> But she, like, there was this crazy, I don't think she knew that, like, I'm pregnant and I'm no longer pregnant, but hormonally, she thought she, like, gave birth. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she, when we we got back to my place, she, like, um, she was still recovering from surgery, but she, like, made a nest and she would carry around socks for, like, a year. Like, like you would carry a kitten. You know what I mean? Like she thought they were her babies. She was, uh, she, like clearly just losing it went into mother mode somehow oh poor sylvia poor sylvia was she named after sylvia plath she was because i found her in an oven oh my gosh are you serious (laughs) yeah yeah you are serious yeah that's awesome i was walking home from a bar and heard this like tiny high-pitched meep from like inside like when people put out their appliances outside their apartment for the trash or whatever and i uh it was it was like so cold and i looked in there and it was this little kitten and i was like immediately sylvia plath what yeah that's (laughs) i love sylvia she's great she's great yeah she has asthma she's a mess she She does. She has an inhaler. Have you seen a cat inhaler? I have. With the The, tiny little, like, gas mask. Yeah, the arrow cat. What? Yeah. (laughs) How do you know when to... What? I'm serious. Yeah. It's... It's... You have... It looks... It's a regular inhaler, just a flow vent, right? Uh, Mm. Like a steroid. But you, you put it in this chamber thing that you put over the cat's face. Right. And and it's how they do it with babies, too. Like an asthmatic baby. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. When you have to, like, you know... It's, I'm seeing asthmatic baby with with uh, tomcat cheeks. Uh, <laughs> yes, stud, and baby's got stud jowls. Yeah. Look at the stud jowls on that baby. Anyway, Just we're learning a, baby a lot here. Wheezing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So wait, I'm sorry. How did you figure out that Sylvia was asthmatic? At first, I thought, oh, she's getting hairballs like every day, uh, and then I did a little. But then, with no refuse, she would never like vom up a hairball. Uh, so then I was doing some Googling and I found videos of cats having asthma attacks. And then I took her in, they gave her an ultrasound and all that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, she's got asthma. Oh, um, she gets wheezy. She, she doesn't get wheezy. She just, um, sometimes she has trouble breathing and she'll have a cat asthma attack looks sort of like a hairball. It's hard to tell the difference or like oh, they're, they're about so to have one. She does have asthma attacks. Aw. Yeah. She gets asthma attacks. So she's on a, uh, 
you know, she's she's on an inhaler twice daily. And then the other cat has the cat version of HIV. Dude, it's like I run in a hospital around yeah. here. It's a mess. This is it's a mess. Anyway. Let it's very nice of you. I, I forgot if I told you I, I I definitely told you about Penny, the dog that I found, right? Yeah. And did I mention that she went into heat a week later? I forgot. No, no. Oh, yeah, that was also a whole thing because I didn't know. I, well, I, I took her to, to to get shots and they were like, yeah, she's not fixed. And then I was like, how old do you think she is? Like, do you think she's had her first heat yet? And they're like, she looks like she's like six months. And then like, the next day she starts bleeding. And um, like you were saying, like when you have a short haired animal, like the physiological changes are pretty stark like yeah you don't want to you're not looking but you're just like oh my god this animal is going through some major changes something is happening over here well because i had chickens and they will do a similar thing sometimes if there's i don't know if they do it just when there's no rooster around but they will do a thing called brooding where they basically think one of their eggs has a chick in it even if it doesn't Mm -hmm. and you have to basically kick them out of the nest because if they'll sit there until they die. Like they'll sit there and get dehydrated and die because it's never going to hatch, but they don't understand that. So like sometimes they'll brood and you have to like separate them from their eggs because they're, they think that there's a chick in there, but there isn't. And it's so, so what, what causes that? It's wait, what? Something in their head. It's the same kind of thing. I think with the kitten where like, they lay eggs every day, whether or not they're fertilized or not. And every once in a while, they'll just be like, you know what? I have a feeling this one's fertilized, even if it's not. And they just, and then just, but then it, it won't hatch. Life. Right. It won't hatch because it's never going to. So you have to like kick them out because they won't eat or they won't leave the nest. But the disconnect wasn't caused by human intervention. Like this theoretically could have happened to this animal in the world, oh, although we've domesticated is, yes. them. But. Yes. It's like, it's explained as something that can just happen like randomly in nature. Like it's a phenomenon, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, so Weird. we just really skipped over you having chickens, though. Oh, yeah. You said, I, like, explain. Like, give us I the backstory to, here. I used to live in Florida, and mm-hmm. I had chickens. That, that's about it. <laughs> okay. I, I never ate any of them. I only um, ate their eggs because they were very nice social animals. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so we we always ask the guests. Well, I was going to say before, oh, yeah, go before ahead. we before we even get into the story that we normally get it before we get into like the normal opening preamble, there is I had a I had a weirdly appropriate story queued up. Oh, okay. Uh, about gene edited hens may end the cull of billions of chicks. Wait, okay. say that again. So. Israeli researchers, this is according to this BBC story, say they have developed gene-edited hens that lay eggs from which only female chicks hatch. The breakthrough oh. could prevent the slaughter of billions of male chickens each year which are culled because they don't lay eggs. Oh, uh, that's so sad. So they kill a bunch of baby roosters. Yeah, yeah, that's basically the deal. Like They're, they're, they're normally... They sort of inspect them, and when they're born, and then the that's awful. The males once just get kind of like yeah, because they're cheaper when you get them so young that they can't be sexed yet, and then they're more expensive once you like actually know. Like I had chickens that we thought were all hens, and we had two of like the same breed that I named Andy and Ollie, like the twins from Bob's Burgers, right, <laughs> and. 
even though we thought they were both girls and then I went out there to feed them one day and one and I thought one of them was choking but it was really crowing for the first time like I heard a awkward teen crow oh my god and I was like oh no you're a boy and so we just like took him back for someone else that wanted a rooster because we live too close to other people for him to crow like full-blown right right. um but yeah it was so cute because I was like oh my gosh are you okay and then all of a sudden it was just like this like this weird <laughs> wow. awkward crow came out of this tiny just chicken. trying to be an adult like yes. could, could i have some beer please sir it, it so, i an adult it was wish like, to buy some cigarettes the chicken version of the pimple face kid on the simpsons like right. hello sir like that's what it sounded like wow but wait i didn't know that they wouldn't have just raised the roosters for for meat then like why wouldn't that be the path that you like divide them and then well, they're also work in terms of like they aren't as docile. They're super aggressive sometimes and they have really sharp toe talons that like if they don't like you, they could probably be like not as fun to keep mm-hmm. as hens are. Right, right. I feel like people just use animals for their convenience. So it's like anytime anything isn't the easiest, there's a chance that it's going to get whacked, I guess. Because you're right. They could do that. Like there's no reason. But maybe it's just not even worth their time if this if the farm is just an egg farm or whatever. It's like right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, which bums me out. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm proud of all of us, frankly, for for ignoring all the cock jokes. <laughs> they were right there the whole time, and I was wondering who was going to go first, and we all sort of just, just went past it. Two on the nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the beak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was right there, and and I think we've all matured. <laughs> I didn't even think of any. It didn't cross my mind. Yeah. Missed yeah, I just, I just, I, I don't even see those kind of jokes. I don't. That's how adult I am. Matt's cock blind. Yeah. Yeah. So how does this work? How how are they only? They're pulling a Jurassic Park on these chickens. Yeah. So the female chicks and the eggs they lay when they mature have no trace of the original genetic alteration. Animal welfare group Compassion in World Farming has backed the research. So Dr. Yu- Yuval Cinnamon, what a good name, <laughs> Yuval Cinnamon, Cinnamon like the spice, yeah. from the Volcani Institute near Tel Aviv. This also is all, these are all like comic strip names. These are like graphic novel names. This Dr. Like Cinnamon from the Volcani. to get money, like Dr. Cinnamon from Tel Aviv needs your help. <laughs> yeah, it, it does all feel like he was just put on the, put on the spot at the last minute. <laughs> He, no, she, no, I don't, I'm not even sure like, what the he's gender like one, is. He's like one step away from being a Gotham villain. I mean, he's, a, he's got a name like that. The Volcano. What's your name? Just looking around the kitchen. Dr. Cinnamon. Uh, Dr. Yes. Cinnamon. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Cholula. <laughs> so he, uh, he says this will have a huge impact on animal welfare in the poultry industry. Hmm. Um. Dr. Cinnamon goes on to say he's very happy that we've developed a system that I think can truly revolutionize the industry, first of all, for the benefit of the chickens, but also for all of us, because this is an issue that affects every person on the planet. That issue is cock. That issue is too much, too much cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The scientists have gene-edited DNA into the Golda hens that can stop the development of any male embryos and eggs that they lay. The DNA is activated when the eggs are exposed to blue light for several hours. Female chick embryos are unaffected by the blue light and develop normally. The chicks have no additional genetic material inside them, nor do the eggs they lay, according to Dr. Cinnamon. 
farmers will get the same chicks they get today and consumers will get exactly the same eggs they get today. The only minor difference in the production process is that the eggs will be exposed to blue light. Mm. So I suppose this will cause a lot more of that brooding, though. Because the that you were talking about, because the, the it says males have two Z chromosomes, and female chickens have a, a W chromosome and a Z chromosome, and scientists have created a female with a W and gene edited Z chromosome. So, when they produce a W and a Z, that's a female egg exposed to blue light, it hatches. But when they when they make a ZZ, a Z edited and another Z uh, egg, it's a male with a gene edited. The male does not hatch. So these chickens are going to have no oh, idea. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like yeah. it'll just never hatch. Right. And it's going to be like, yeah, there's something super wrong with my kid. Yeah. They're going to have to like, they're just going to, but they're in labs anyway. They'll just kick them out of their nests all day. Because like I had to lock basically up where her nest was and she would just pace in front of it all day like she wanted to be let in oh man i felt so bad i was like you big dummy are our um our our cocks or male chickens are they are they attentive fathers or they like don't don't give a shit fathers you know what i'm saying like do they uh in a in a non I guess poultry or dairy environment, are they an involved father? Are they an involved? Figure? Yeah, like uh, you know, some birds are, some aren't. Mm, I don't know. In most of my experience, they hang out with all of the hens. Like they don't really tend. I don't think to pay much mind to okay. chicks. I think that they're more territorial of hens. Like if there was another rooster anywhere within, I think crowing distance, they would probably start fighting. It's like the whole cock of the walk thing. Yeah, like I right, think they're right. okay as long as they're the only one. But I've never seen a rooster really like pay attention to a chick before. I don't know what their role is after fertilization. Because they just try to they just try to have as many as possible. Like I suppose is the thing. And that's what I mean. I think that they're more like I have as many mates as possible. Like they, I think, pay attention more to the ladies than what the ladies make. But I don't know. Right. Um, that doesn't surprise question. me, though. I mean, they're, I don't think they're shitty like some other animal parents that like kill the young so they can fuck faster. Like they're not that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What? It's true. Is that no, a, no, which I, animals do that? I haven't heard of that. Like hamsters know. and gerbils and lions actually too. They'll kill the young because it means the moms will be like nurse for a long for less time and like be ready to mate again sooner. Oh, wow. That's and then brutal lions, also. I think do it sometimes cuz they can see like the potential for them to grow up and be competition, but it's also cuz they just want to like get it on. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a, a short-circuiting of like evolutionary wiring if, if the result of that is that this creature ends up with fewer offspring right if, yeah. if, if the whole idea is just like spread spread your DNA yeah, yeah rodents are definitely counterintuitive like they're monsters you have to like immediately take them away from their parents or they'll all get eaten like, weird yeah, yeah how does they're that, the worst how does that get passed on I don't know <laughs> as a trait that just flies in the face of yeah, like works. how did how did they evolve the like the young ones to be so delicious? <laughs> exactly. So upsetting. Stop. <laughs> then again, <laughs> humans oh, squishy. Well, you see a, a fat baby, you do want to bite it. So like, there, there's, there's something to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like when something's so cute, you could eat it. 
Oh, is that right. so? Now is that is that like is an not in- that, that they want to mate? Is just that they love too hard? Is that's, that your that's the, well, no. I mean, that's that's the way it evolved in us because we we had to develop oxytocin to not do that. Okay. <clears throat> but I think infanticide is was probably pretty normal until like five thousand years ago, like super recently. Mm. But again, it flies in the face of the rules of evolution. Like, what's the evolutionary advantage? To that, and moreover, how does that get passed on if the if the kids of the parents who have that trait don't live? Mm. Right. I would assume the the kids of the parents with that trait do do live. They're just partly. Eaten. You're trying to protect your own. No, you're trying to protect your own DNA. Hold on. Who's what, what's going on? You're killing. <laughs> so okay. And if so you're, you're if you are an adult, if you're an adult who has a tendency to want to eat its kids, yeah. you probably aren't going to pass that trait on because you will have eaten your eaten kids. Your kids. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yes, but that's why they like leave the prides and moms fight with uh, male lions and stuff like that. Because they to keep them busy it is, from it is their job to protect the young. They do have that instinct. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, I could see. I could see like a competing non-parent wanting to eat someone else's young because that does right, right. Lo- lo- logically line up with. That's what I was stuff. talking. That's what oh, I was talking. Other, about. other, okay. other, other parents. I didn't realize. Young. I didn't realize we were discussing eating your own young. That's what I thought we were talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, that is okay. what I was talking about. But then dolphins will do it to other like not their own for the reasons that you're talking about to like exert dominance and stuff. So once you do get to a certain point in evolution, that does become an option. Yeah. Hmm. I get it. I get it. So Um, it sounds, uh, Katrina, like you, you, uh, despite maybe not, uh, calling yourself, um, scientific or say, you know, your stuff. I mean, (laughs) you grew up, you grew up with this. So we like to ask all our guests, um, what their background is, if any, in science, but it could be literally anything. It doesn't have to be anything formal. It could be yeah. a plus you liked or hated or blowing stuff up in the woods with your friends. Oh. oh, yeah. Mine would definitely be animals. Yeah. Like, I was always, like, rescuing animals. I got in trouble for, like, leading. Uh, there was a th- pregnant three-legged chow on, like, a playground, and I led it up to the school so it could drink from the water fountain, and I got in so much trouble. <laughs> Um, I think animals would definitely be my thing like I learned how to like rescue kittens and like bottle feed them from when they're really little and things to watch for and how like you have to rub their tummies when they're really little to mimic how their mom would lick their stomach so they'll go to the bathroom otherwise they'll explode there's like probably probably animals would be my thing Uh uh-huh Hey, I, I want to get back to this water fountain. <laughs> like, like it wasn't like a fountain. It was actually like like the drinking fountain. Like yes, the press like, the button on the side. I was being a weird little kid hanging out in like the back of the playground where you're not supposed to be and found some lone three-legged chow with like, like you were saying, I could notice that she had like hanging teeth. So I was like, you probably have puppies somewhere. And it was really hot outside and she was panting. And so I was like, come get water with me. And so I led her up to the school and like let her drink from the water fountain. And everyone yelled at me because they were like, where did you get that dog? Like stop talking to strange chows that don't have all of their appendages. But yeah, I love that dog. <laughs> And then I got older and I had um, 
I rescued kittens all the time when I lived in Florida. Like I was just always finding dogs and kittens and finding new homes for them. And I found a bat one time on a walk and tried to like put it back up in a banana tree nest. But that thing probably definitely got eaten. Um, <laughs> like a baby. It was a, ba- uh, a yeah, little, a bat- like it was like screaming on the ground and I felt really bad, but I also didn't want to touch it. So I like picked it up with like a bunch of leaves and like put it in like the nook of a palm tree. But I was like, <laughs> this sucker's super dead, but I oh, can't leave yeah. you on the ground. I was so sad. You gotta give so yeah, chance. like if I run across the animal, like I'll probably stop for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah i get i had a um there was a time when I, on my path walking to school we found this rabbit nest and we would check on it every day and then like do, do we touch them like the, there were never parents around but it was like this half buried thing in the grass was it like full park. of actual like full rabbits or were they like rabbit eggs that were waiting to have <laughs> yeah exactly it was eggs mm. it was a uh it was, but an, yeah, it was an easter nest <laughs> it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it was all uh plastic grass in a little basket <laughs> But yeah, then one day they were just gone. Like, oh, okay. Well, either they got eaten or, or they moved on with their lives. But right, like, do, we, do we do so? Do we tell our parents we found this? Do we touch them? Do we not touch them? Because they were just like in that phase when they're, you know, not big enough to like run away. Their eyes are closed. You could just pick it up Aww. if you wanted to. I yeah, forgot no. if we actually touched them or not. But I think that's definitely a thing that they teach Florida kids also is like a certain <laughs> respect for nature and animals and like leaving things alone that you would otherwise want to see in terms of like even tourists messing with sea turtles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like things that as a kid, other places you would be like, oh my God, cool. They teach you when you're really little that like that's more important than you and no one cares how cute you think it is. Like don't mess with it. Like you don't hurt, like don't pet manatees. Don't like a lot of stuff that I feel like they kind of instill in Florida kids like, or at least used to this culture of kind of like constant, conserving things and like knowing a little bit about your surroundings nature wise and stuff yeah you guys have tons of stuff to kill you you're you're america's australia you know (laughs) in terms of how much stuff can kill you down there so you got to be and and specifically uh, now some of them are not uh some of them are not indigenous now we've got like Cayman and stuff because cokeheads bought them from miami and they washed (laughs) away in storms so like (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> they're just making nests out of Scarface posters and you know, no yeah. they're like mean out they're like if an alligator they're like narrow snouted like a crocodile but more aggressive and they have no natural predators in Florida and they've been seen off the coast like multiple times now off the coast yeah like because after I also like to read um when I and after a storm, they'll usually say like the amount of exotic pet stores that were ruined. Oh, and I just think about like how many random like tarantulas can float. Like there's stuff that like if it washes away, it won't necessarily drown. Um, <laughs> that people try to sell. So yeah, there's a lot of wild stuff that is probably survived. That old guy, like in the 1920s, found monkeys and then put them on an island, and then they immediately swam off. So now we have like monkeys in a random part of Southern Florida that like run everything because they just can't be getting ri- gotten rid of. <laughs> Even like the the Hemingway cats, it's like amazing what happens after like a couple years. Yeah, you got like, to see them all the check. six six toed like uh, six toed cats, but it's all from just like Ernest Hemingway two, from two cats that were you know. yeah Ernest Hemingway just like started a feral cat colony and and now they've like taken over Florida. 
<laughs> but also I like the idea of Hemingway just being like, fly, my pretty. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of cats with too many <laughs> toes definitely. hanging out around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's a fun way to exert power. I'm kind of on board. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If if you're like uh if you've come up with like the world's saddest uh you know, five-word story or whatever, like just get some six-legged <laughs> six six-toed cats. Anything that brings you joy, Mr. Hemingway. Yeah. yeah. For for sale, cat shoes never worn. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. On account of the six toes. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean literally they can't. Yeah, we miss size the catch. Yeah. Come on, come on. Is that, is that John Lovitz? <laughs> yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, by the way, this reminds me. I mean, it's only tangent, barely related. But um, have you guys all seen the video of the little dinosaurs running on the beach? No. What? Oh, well, let me just yeah. Who's I mean, running? Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. The little baby brontosauruses. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. So I, I saw this uh, for the first time without any context, and I was like trying to figure out how good, like how how we got to this level of uh, realism just with like, you know, CGI with uh, amateur CGI. It looks like there are like two foot tall brontosauruses running up the beach, and of course it not of course, but it's it's backwards running video. Of uh, I don't know how you pronounce it C O A T I S Cody's Coates, which are um, C O A T. They are. I'm bad, and at first I thought you were tricking us and just spelling coyote. Oh no no no! It's um. <laughs> okay, it's from a it's from the Tupian languages of Brazil, where it means. Wait oh, Coatimundi. Coates are also called Coatimundis are members of the family Procyonidae. Um, they're diurnal mammals native to South America, Central America, and Mexico, and the Southwest U.S. They look sort of like a uh, raccoonish, monkeyish thing. Okay, but it's a thing that lives now. But it's like that video is just running backwards, so the tail is what looks like the brontosaurus's head. In that video I just sent you. It's like an illusion. Hold on. I'm yeah, the video is running in reverse. And again, we'll post that in the show notes if you haven't already seen There's a bunch of these videos that have gone viral. And it's just uncanny how much the tail looks like a brontosaurus head and neck. It really, the, even once you know what it is, you're still, <laughs> you're still looking at it. And there's better, there's even better videos than the one I posted there. But um, it's oh, like, yeah, it's, like, it's like one of those optimal oh, illusions where. Oh, shit. I right? remember this. Oh, my God. Look at him go. I know. It they looks like, look like um, they running. They look almost like lemurish or something. You mean in the in the real direction or in the, in like, the video I, mean, I said? The animal that actually exists. Oh, it's okay. Like okay. almost like a like you said a wreck like a soft. It's maybe it's raccoon. related to a lemur. Yeah, I'm not they sure. They look lemurish, but Coates yeah, what is their lemurs. tail looks like their neck? So they look like baby brontosaurus. It's and really so something. fast. Yeah. Like brontosaurus is probably wouldn't run that fast, even when they were little. What if they were two feet tall? Um, so oh, you know what this. Uh, I think the coatis versus lemurs might be a good chat GPT. Let's see if Ooh. this delivers or not. Watch it not work at all now that I've actually done I like this. lemurs because they take they have sassy facial expressions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just I love a sassy now. animal. I love a um, sassy animal. Yeah. Should well, we should we do another I, I we've got a bunch of there are a significant number of 
animal stories that various Ooh. people have sent in. Let's do it. So, let's do some. Let's do a zoology ep. <laughs> yeah, we we could do this story, which was uh, sent in by a listener who didn't leave their name, and I'm kind of understanding why. Uh, snakes have clit have a clitoris. Scientists <laughs> overcome quote a massive tat taboo around female genitalia. Okay. By the way, I love that this email came in as we were recording, like hot off the presses. This just came over the transom. We need to. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I well, I <laughs> saw the I saw the parody of that movie called Clits on a Snake. Um... <laughs> so researchers say no, previous no, studies snakes once they came. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> snakes once they came. Uh... Get these motherfucking snakes off. Just get them off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> whoop whoop. Um, all right. So. Researchers say previous studies mistook the organs on female snakes as scent glands or Ah. underdeveloped versions of penises. As scent glands. How frustrated would you be if you're a snake in a lab and people keep thinking they keep holding up smelling salts (laughs) to your clit? Oh, my God. Too sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, when you said confused for a small penis, that's literally what. It's analogous to, right? I it's was just thinking that. I mean, basically, are, are they develop from the same thing. Don't... Yeah, yeah. Everybody starts off female in utero, right? And then that grows right. based on hormones. I thought you meant they were confusing them for small penises like they just were misgendering them. Being like, oh, well, that one has a little penis. There's no clit ever. Oh, okay, but right. You're like underdeveloped. that, like, know. lady snakes have a penis. Yeah, and they're like, check out the snake on that snake. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, people have been showing up to protest the snake brunches and such, and uh, now they're just it, you got because because of, of the you guys with the news. What what's that? Because uh, of the news, are we? Is that only happening local? What say it people, again? People people protesting like drag brunches and such. Is that only in oh, Tennessee? Oh yes. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I was I was googling. It's just, it's just happened in Nashville. They got guns and shit. Oh my! It's gosh. pretty terrifying. Like they're domestic terrorists and yeah, being treated yeah. just as like people with a people with a grudge to no, they're like fucking they're terrorists. And it's but it's like on the news here. So it's on the so I'm in Nashville. It's on the news here oh. as if it's not terrorism, as if it's just a thing that sort of happens. If it's just some guys with an opinion, <laughs> like right, just, right. And it's like uh, it's like every weekend, just some dudes with AR-15s are hanging out at a restaurant because of it's it's anyway. That's nuts. It's like yeah, and like you said, just to like have footage of this guy, this person, terror, like making a whole restaurant real on edge. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's really weird. Anyway, I was just um, making light of how horrible they all were. <laughs> how horrible, but, but I didn't, I didn't really hear. There was some pretty like uh, th- things that didn't pass the smell test that were being tweeted about that power station that got sabotaged. So I'm oh, in, in that, North Carolina? Yeah, and people were saying that was people who were trying to stop a drag brunch. I'm like, let's wait a week and see if that's what this was. And I didn't hear a thing, which I think means it wasn't that, and no one was like, oops. That it, was still, it was still from gunfire, right? It was still like a sort of I don't a terrorist know. I'm Googling act. it to see. I, 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 I just never, it's one of those things where like you see people like make outlandish claims, and then when they prove not to be true, they don't actually rescind them. You just never hear anything else. Like, okay, that wasn't somebody who... I don't think somebody was mad at drag brunches took out a power station, but uh, yeah, no, I'm not seeing anything that shows that was the case. Hmm. Um, 
let's see. Mm. But no, there's no news within the last five days on it. It's like everyone just stopped. It's weird how, when that like when the thing that starts is like a crazy sounding conspiracy and then they have to tamp that down and then it turns out to be what happened. That's what. And so two years ago in 2020 in Nashville on Christmas Day, a guy did a suicide bomb in an RV mm-hmm. and it was like. Christmas morning at like four in the morning, I I was awake because I was working at the hospital. So I was was like awake at the time. And it was so I like heard it. And it was this massive like it like shook my house, this massive explosion thing. So I turn on the news like I wonder what happened, thinking it's an accident, you know, a power transformer, whatever. And slowly it's coming out like we think an RV exploded. And then, okay, it looks like this was intentional. And the RV was rigged with speakers that were playing that song downtown. Wait, like the Spatula Clark? Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like it was, it was like playing that, and then it would say like, "Move away, this vehicle will explode." And then what? It blew up. It, it, yeah, it was crazy. How and has this not been a movie yet? <laughs> it was crazy. So then, this the people are looking at the location. Like it's a weird location to want to do, uh, like. A bomb, uh-huh. and the first thing is like, well, it's next to the AT and T building where they house their servers. Maybe this is like some anti five G vaccine fucking guy, oh, and then everyone's God. like, no, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, like, no. like, and then of course, like a you know, a week goes by, and then that's what happened. The guy was like trying to take down five G. Uh, he was? Yeah, oh yeah. God. Yeah, it's like that's because oh everyone's God. like, don't jump. To, like, shut up. Just, <gasps> you know, wait a minute. Let's figure out the motive. And then it's like, yeah, this guy was like trying to end 5G because of vaccine no. robots <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, it was just some like psycho like sitting there with a, a 8 by 10 of Bill Gates blowing himself up. Oh my God. <laughs> to downtown. To yeah. Downtown. Wait, or was that like it, that was on a loop? Because maybe yeah, was he play- was playing. He was playing oh, it on a loop, and then it had like this creepy sort of uh, alien robot voice that you know, like from the movie Alien. That's like, please step away from this vehicle. This vehicle will explode. Jesus, that and is the craziest. It's story. it's like terrifying. Like you can watch yeah. the you can watch the um, the footage like of the street and hear it all sort of happen. And then they're tra- and it was such a big explosion. Um, like several blocks were closed for a long time and they were trying to figure out like was there anyone in there because at first at first the big thing is like like any terror attack like is this the beginning of a rough day you know what uh-huh. I mean right um, but no it's just this like oh my he gosh. wasn't trying like it's kind of weird because he was like put out the warning message and then was trying to do it when like there weren't there wouldn't be people around I'm not saying good on him or whatever but it's like well no it sounds like he was trying to literally just take down the town yeah he like he wasn't trying to well it was like a building that he was next to I I mean I don't think he can because the cops like when they heard the message they cleared out an apartment building where a bunch of people would have died oh okay you don't yeah, he. Oh yeah, fuck that guy. He hundred percent would have hurt people. And like the internet was all weird for like three weeks. And you know? he made the internet all weird. No, I mean it kind of worked. That's I'm why I'm messing that's, up my zooms all week because this guy's got a theory. Well, no, that's why. <laughs> that's why the rumors started is because everybody was like trying to figure out like why would this guy park on fucking Second Avenue on Christmas mm-hmm. Day, and then everyone's like, my uh, I got like no bars on my iPhone. 
You know, oh. so this rumor gets out like, what if he was a 5G conspiracy guy? Oh. And then he and then he was. He thinks, but he thinks he's like, is it Dyson, the character in T2? Who's that wasn't intentional, I guess. Isn't he's holding that thing where like if he dies, it blows up Skynet? Am I confusing the plot of no, T2 no, with something it, no, else? no. It, well, it doesn't blow up. Uh, what was he holding? Where if when he dies, then he lets go of it and it blows up. Well, he was uh, just holding like a drill or something, but it was going to fall on the switch. Oh, right. And this, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and he's and he's like uh, he's all like. I don't know how much longer I can hold this. And then, and, and then, then the guy breath. from, uh, and then the guy that was in Breaking Bad, who's playing the lead SWAT guy, is like, "Get out of here!" Oh, was it Mike Erlentrout? That was he in T two? Yeah, the, the guy character? that plays every cop in the eighties. Yeah, he was in like Beverly Hills Cop and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. I didn't know that was the same guy. He was. Oh, that guy before he was Mike on Breaking Bad was in every eighties action movie. He's like the most castable. Like cop or henchman. Everybody is in Terminator 2. Like everybody. And you it's one of those movies like Mars Attacks where like you don't think about it as like this super cast, but it is. It even had the kid who they brought into different strokes once um once Arnold got a little less cute to like like the cousin from Happy Days or whatever. Yeah, that, red, yeah. that redheaded well, country singer kid, he was Edward yeah, this, Well he was on Salute Your Shorts. You know, oh, okay. it was a big Nickelodeon star. Oh, Budnick? Buttnick Not was Butnick. in Terminator 2. Yeah, Buttnick. Yeah, there we go. He yeah, misdirects, no, the, he misdirects yeah, the cops at the arcade, right? Yeah, because Donkey Lips was the other guy. It, oh, my but then gosh. Butnick. I love him. Yeah, and then, and then you'd watch Are You Afraid of the Dark, and then you'd uh, go to your homework. I get it. <laughs> what about Hey Dude? Is that am I too old, I'm much no, older? No, no. Hey Dude was in the same lineup, but Hey Dude, like, I was not a fan of Hey Dude. I my hated it. Oh, my God. hated Hey Dude. Why did because you it hate looked, Hey Dude? Because it looked so bad. Like, the yeah. quality of the video they, they shot it on was so awful. My mom felt like the kids were dumb because they were always getting stuck in wells. <laughs> yeah. Like, she was like, I feel like they are constantly solving the same problem, which is them getting stuck in stuff. I think these kids are stupid. It's just a modern Lassie, <laughs> or a modern 1980s Lassie. Yeah. 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 The 90s. Well, that, the show, much like Legends of the Hidden Temple, uh, <laughs> these clits have been hidden. Hey. <laughs> Back on track. There and, we go. Uh, um, the... Uh, <laughs> So the the female genitalia, we're talking about snakes again. Sure. Uh, they're they're conspicuously overlooked in comparison to their male counterparts, limiting our understanding of sexual reproduction across vertebrate lineages. Uh, this the authors of the study wrote that male snakes and lizards are known to have hemipenes. That's a pair of he- hemipenes. 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 Like you got a hemi? Pe- yeah, it's, it's like, like it sounds like a Larry the Cable Guy catchphrase. Like, well, it's like plural. You got penis, that hemipene. So. Oh, oh, gosh. It's like that it's like, but it's. Like, like. <laughs> I think you're missing a syllable because it's like plural of penis. So it's like penes or penis. Penes. Or something. Yes. I don't fine know the, pasta. Um, that, well, that's a pair, a pair of penises, which are okay. invert. But penis. here it here it goes with with penis, <laughs> but p e n e s. Oh yeah. Okay. Penes. Hemipenes, uh, male snakes and lizards. So they're known to have these. That's a pair, a pair of dicks, which are averted outside the body during reproduction. In many species, these these uh, these two dicks are covered in spines and hooks. Um, the study's lead author and a PhD student at the University of Adelaide, Megan Falwell, said a massive taboo around female genitalia was a potential factor in why snake clits had not been described earlier. 
I'm I'm paraphrasing, of course, sure. some of the stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's a combination of not knowing what to look for and not wanting to, she said. Trying to find it is not always the easiest thing. Some are extremely tiny, she said. She first dissected the clits. That's, in I've heard ad. that excuse. I was, just no, laziness that's if you why, call. Yep. That's why I thought. She's like, you know what? Sometimes I feel like you don't even want to find a snake's clit. <laughs> 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 it's just a, a guy in a pith helmet and khakis. It's a myth. Um, uh, the, the first, she first dissected these clits in a death adder in which the organ forms a triangle shape like a heart. I was fortunate that the death adder had a reasonably prominent hemiclitoris. Clit- clitoris. Mm. The study suggests that the sex organs have functional significance in mating in snakes. Though more research into snake behavior is needed, Falwell said the team theorized that the hemiclits could provide some sort of stimulation signaling for vaginal relaxation and lubrication, which would aid the female in copulation, potentially prevent damage from those big old hemidicks, hooks, and spines <laughs> during mating. It could also be signaling to the ovaries to ovulate and to oviduct to potentially prepare for that big fat load of jizz. <laughs> the researchers went on to dissect 10 Literal snakes. The That's the wording. Yeah. Uh, the researchers went on to dissect 10 snakes of nine species, including the carpet python, which of course matches the drape python. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the, mm-hmm, the, uh, the, the puff adder and the Mexican moccasin. Some of the clits are quite muscular and large in, say, vipers. But then they're really thin, stretched out, and small in other snakes, said Dr. Jenna Crow-Riddell, study co-author and postdoctoral research in neuroecology at La Trobe University. Sizes range from less than a millimeter to seven millimeters. That's pretty big, seven millimeters. Yep, that's a sizable, so sizable hung, snake clit. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah she got that viper clit. Yeah, <laughs> she got that VC. <laughs> and the, the, the study found that the hemiclitoris are comprised of erectile tissue that likely swell with blood, as well as nerve bundles, which may be indicative of tactile sensitivity, similar to the mammalian clits. Now that we know that this is here, we know what it looks like, we know there's erectile tissue and nerves, we can't help but think, why wouldn't this be for pleasure, Crow-Riddle said. I think it's worth opening up those questions for snakes. The study comes after a research abstract presented in the U.S. earlier this year said that the human clitoris has between 9,850 and 1,100 nerve fibers, about 20% more than previously cited uh, um, that number being 8,000, which reportedly came from research carried out on cows. What? <laughs> Hold on. They've been comparing us to cow clits this whole time. You need a control. You need a control. <laughs> you know Why what I'm would it be a cow? How big is it? A cow's clit has got to be bigger than mine. Hold on a second. <laughs> you just, do you have a cow out back? <laughs> just <a check. laughs> Hold yeah. on a second. You just hear. The on wall. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got three legs and it's thirsty. <laughs> a oh. cow's clit is massive. Hold on, let me. Did give you it open a... an incognito window for that? Nope. Nope. All right. Nope. You don't care. This is my life. This is science, baby. <laughs> Yolo cow clits. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that thing is out of control. It's weird because, like, people, like, you can literally buy, like, beef liver and stuff. Are we eating these clits? Probably in People hot eat dogs. every part of the, you know? It feels I like if you go to a carniceria, you can probably, dogs. yeah. <laughs> a cow clit. Huh. So, yeah, I guess that that's what it's always been. Uh, or maybe it's a delicacy like tongue. Don't some people think tongue's a delicacy? Yeah, lengua. If you do they, it right or something. Cabeza and lengua. They get all those interesting 
Yeah, there's a carniceria I frequent here up in the desert where I live now, and uh, yeah, there's no there's no parts no parts of the cow are wasted. I don't. Yeah. I, I'd be surprised if there's something edible that is not used. Well, so these uh, snakes have clits. This is um, good yeah. for them. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> good I for really, them. I really wish I hadn't Googled cow clit now, but uh, here we are. I regret nothing. Okay. <laughs> got to close this window. <laughs> You're going to get some very specific targeted ads in the next few weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just very confused. Like, what is going on? <laughs> I finally got social media to stop thinking I want rugs. Like, I bought a rug last year. I needed a rug. I got it. Now I'm not in need of rugs, and the rugs like, and the internet's like, oh, we got ourselves a rug man here. This guy's rug crazy. (laughs) Did did you ever figure out the what was the root of the? I bought a rug, but again, okay, okay, I didn't just search and not buy. I bought. Now my rug need is filled. Yeah, they don't pick that up. Yeah, (laughs) there's no more need. What you search for? Yeah. Mm. But maybe they want you to have buyer's remorse and you're looking at all these superior rugs now in your adverts and you're like, you know. I could have had any of these other rugs. Yeah, wow. it's uh, it's hard it's hard to turn off. Yeah. Although I've taken to, um, on Twitter, you can actually, when you get a promoted tweet, you could report the ad as like not useful or not something you like. You could also just block the account of the tweet, I which is what that. I've been... Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been blocking. Oh, has everyone been doing that? Okay. <laughs> no, lately I've been blocking all the shit because it's it's, it's also the ads are significantly lower quality as well. They just yes. Of- I think yeah because the high quality advertisers got scared off. I was in, as soon as Elon took over, it was all Scientology ads, which I don't blame him for. It's just like people got scared, so the the quality people left. But like mine's all like Flex Seal. That guy that saw the boat in half. <laughs> That's delightful. That I love that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, how do I get those? Mine he, are like, what have I been getting? Guys, Mine he have not sawed been a boat well. in half. With what? <laughs> With a saw. Is he selling the saw? No, no. He he oh. shows that he, he shows it back together. He puts it back together using only flex tape, and he shows that he can go on this crocodile-ridden Everglades and not die. There's, the cam- the caimans can't get through it. I don't yeah. like that road test at all. I was more excited <laughs> when I thought it was for the knife, but. Still, your your targeted eyes are still better than mine. No, I mean it's it's a crazy it's a crazy commercial. He goes, he goes. I'm so proud of Flex Tape. I saw this boat in half, and you you don't know yet that it's like for like has anything to do with the other thing. It's just you think that's that's what he does when he's excited. <laughs> so you're just like, damn, dude, that guy that guy's pumped. That's just his only way to express emotions. Yeah. <laughs> I love this product so much. I saw this boat in half. <laughs> Just like, in a fit of joy. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dad, dad, I, dad, I, I'm, I'm pregnant. Put the saw down. Put the saw down, Dad. <laughs> You're gonna be a grandfather, but put the saw down. Step th- away from the boat. It's our third boat this month. <laughs> that's that's not your reveal. boat. It's a gender reveal <laughs> party where the baby's gender is hidden in the boat's hull for some reason. <laughs> well, I hope that guy doesn't get into an accident. On his oh. boat, uh, you know who else tends to get into more accidents than Canada, at least. Who's that, Andy? The people who have not received a COVID vaccination. These people are getting into more accidents. They're getting into more accidents. This is an huh. interesting story. The meta story is maybe more interesting than the story itself. Yeah. Like yeah. the fact that people instantly like, you know, uh, not a libs of TikTok account, but an account like that that's like, look at these clowns, like. 
posted this as if they're thinking that the people who published the study are thinking that, for instance, getting vaccinated would lower your car crash risk, which they are not saying at all. So this is a good time for everyone to just re- reset their understanding of causation and correlation. Right. Uh, so, yes, if you passed on getting the COVID vaccine, you might be more likely to get into a car crash, or at least those are the findings of a new study published this month in the journal Amer- American Journal of Medicine. During the summer of 2021, Canadian researchers examined the encrypted government-held records of more than 11 million adults, 16% of whom hadn't received the COVID vaccine. They found the unvaccinated people were 72% more likely to be involved in a severe traffic crash in which at least one person was transported to the hospital than those who were vaccinated. That's similar to the increased risk of car crashes for people with sleep apnea, though only about half that of people who use abuse alcohol, researchers found. The excess risk of car crash posed by unvaccinated drivers exceeds the safety gains from modern automobile engineering advances and also imposes risks on other road users. Of course, skipping a COVID vaccine does not mean that someone will get into a car crash. Instead, the authors theorize that people who resist public health recommendations might also neglect basic road safety guidelines, Mm. which, again, all the all the ways that these could be causally connected or connected to a secondary root cause of both are guesses all they're saying is here is the correlation Mm -hmm. but it does sort of make sense intuitively that it could be about people who are whose risk profile is such that they aren't going to listen to this public health recommendation i I, want to see vaccinated versus i want to see the a study of vaccinated versus unvaccinated and who returns the grocery cart right that's what i I want to see and that's i was thinking of the same thing but like who has most likely used the phrase uh, yeah, but I can actually text while I drive. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That yeah. kind of person who's like, yeah, I know what you mean, but like, I'm really good at it. Good at this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes. Um, first responders may also consider taking precautions to protect themselves from COVID and responding to traffic crap. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. The author said, as it's more likely that a driver is unvaccinated than vaccinated. I'm like, okay, well. First responders, I think, are bigger bigger fish to fry at that point, probably. But um, the findings suggest that unvaccinated adults need to be careful indoors with other people and outside with surrounding traffic. Well, no. How do they conclude that? It doesn't conclude that they need to be careful any more than everyone has to be careful. Yeah, wait, what is it? So that article (laughs) that part suddenly be careful, unvaccinated people. Keep your head on a swivel. Is that what they're saying? Okay, now I'm starting to see the people who are calling them clowns. If the, I mean, I guess it's not the, a well-written article at all. Well, no, but I'm, okay. The, uh, but if their theory is that these are people who don't listen to public health and don't listen to traffic, you think that you telling them to be careful is going to break through that, right? Yeah. If the if the doctor is <laughs> unable to convince their patients to do something that is directly related to their skill set, like. <laughs> I, a doctor who studied vaccines and and the medical effects of them, have information for you about vaccines. Yeah, fuck off. Okay, but I also have some driving tips. <laughs> it's just something I'm in in no way an expert in. Okay, now I'm listening. Tell me more about... Both hands on the wheel, but not my beer hand, right? No, not your beer. <laughs> That's not your beer hand? Yeah. Anyway, this is an interesting thing to see going... Like, I think I first saw that it because of tweets that were tooling on it and then i was like wait are they actually who's right here and who's actually and now i'm just like okay fuck everyone involved in this story but uh it's an interesting correlation <laughs> it's just like people need to understand it's just one of those bummers that we don't have 
probability and statistics as a core competency in, in high school. Like no high school, I mean, not no high school, very few high schools have classes in that, let alone required classes. And think of how much more, like think of how better off we would have gone into this pandemic if the public had had a baseline understanding of probability and statistics. Well, or any critical thinking skills at all. But that that turned out to be very important, though, the ability to like yeah. parse oh, data. I absolutely explained averages of like people trying to like I can't tell you at least on less like I could count on one hand not two hands but like at least one hand the amount of comics that tried to compare our numbers to other countries that have like I don't know 11 million like just like do you yeah, know what a the population the size of, of our that, country right yeah. and be like do you know what the population of that country is and being like no look it up oh, okay well yeah I guess that's not as com- like two seconds of critical thinking well I, yeah i'll also say yeah. though that the communication and this this falls on bipartisan presidency. oh totally the communication yeah, yeah. was shit it was garbage oh, like yeah. like people the vaccine people had like basic issues why did it come out so fast like like yeah. basic basic things that are reasonable questions valid, not questions, ever, yeah. valid questions why did it come out so fast uh how do we know the long-term effects blah 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 and at no point was there just a press conference like you're talking to a kindergartner yeah. explaining this shit it just it, it it they were so scared of telling you what to do right that nobody i, I don't know i was so frustrated with the info i mean yeah. almost almost three years in there's still not like i'm still going to the same worldometers.info site which is an aggregator but it's not some kind of official like no official government or government affiliated body has been putting together a great compendium of all the data we have that you can yeah. play around with levers, you can slice and dice. Like we have this data. Why hasn't it been turned into this page that everyone can go to if you want to look at and you can get as as you know zoom in as much as you want geographically or temporally. You can change parameters. Because like, why doesn't that exist? Decline, Andy. I mean, it's just this is actually a thing. I was thinking about that as we were talking about Chat GPT. This that's things like that could be a, a positive. I don't think we're purely headed for a dystopia because of chat GPT. Like things like that could end up being a great use of it. Like in real time, getting getting this thing to intelligently slice and dice data in a way that is useful to your daily life. So, you know, like like the fact that we didn't get that this is like like the national numbers don't matter. It's like looking at the national weather report. Like, should I put a jacket on or not? I live in Joshua Tree, California. Let's check the national weather report. No, I need to know about my specific risk profile, where I live, the parameters of, of what, who I am. Like, yeah, they got the messaging wrong on so many fronts. Like my age, my prior things with health, like give me all the data so I can make the most informed decision as I step out the door today. Three years in, we don't have that. There's nothing like that. Sure. It's crazy. Sure. I guess I was just speaking to just the vaccine hesitancy. Uh, well, yeah, I was, all, yeah, yeah. I, like, was, I was infuriated at the lack of, um, I don't know if they overjudged, like if they overjudged the public or something, but it's like, people don't know about this shit and that's okay. But yeah, like, There's no way they thought we knew. You could not have the education system that we have had right. in this country and assume that anyone knew. There's no way. Well, I, th- I think it was like noble lies. I think the worst things that like mm. the CDC and others did, they were noble lies. They were lies that intended to get an, a good outcome, but they were like, 
I just don't think people can handle the subtleties of the truth. So we're going to make it this blanket statement that is going to actually, once you analyze it, seem stupid when you right. apply certain cases to it. I, re- but I remember it's when easier said, that way. I remember when they said uh, vaccinated people don't have to wear masks. And I was like, oh, now they're trying to do sociology. And it was always sociology. Right, yeah, yeah but but they're they're directly trying to dangle a carrot that the people that won't get vaccinated already don't give a fuck about. And then it makes vaccinated people scared to wear a mask because they don't want people to think they're unvaccinated. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like they just, it felt weird still wearing one because like now I look like an anti-vaxxer. It's just. (laughs) And then, and then the CDC tried to be like, like Steve Buscemi with the like, hello, fellow teens, when they were like, don't take horse paste y'all or whatever. Like, don't say y'all you're still the CDC. And don't make fun of them for taking a medicine that is prescribed to tons of humans for river blindness. It is a human medicine. It's bad in this case and for this reason. But don't just like demonize them and act like it's animal dewormer only. And don't say y'all. Like, let's still be the adults here. Like, it didn't help. And I'm not saying ivermectin worked. I'm just saying like the way to combat that bad information is with good information, not with like, there's no case you could ever be taking this. No, there's tons of cases you could be taking this. Like... Oh, it's just like the, the if we ever get a good like postmortem on this epidemic, it's it's. Uh, and like yeah, you said, at that point, learn. I feel like there was so much that they weren't saying that they couldn't, I guess, come out and like even say what you just said and be like, okay, yeah, this is for people, but please don't take it. For this. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Like, get into the nuances uh, of all that because they had already realized, okay, well, we tried to treat them like sheep and it didn't work and now everyone's mad. And, and, like, and it, I don't it, know how to fix this kind of thing. In a time when we were already, like, before COVID, we already talked about this in the podcast, like, the death of expertise was happening or a lack yeah. of trust in institutions. And now mm-hmm. institutional trust is, is zero. And understandably, because they did stupid shit and, like, now we're just going to have <laughs> this new world... That we're now introducing I, Chat I just, GPT to, and it's going to be a. I don't understand, but I feel like they kind of washed their hands of the whole situation after they realized they screwed it up initially. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand how germs became political. Like, I don't it's understand. Crazy. It's, it's crazy. it will always be the rest of my Ooh, life will be. Baffled I will say, by it. I think germs became political because people are gross, and that we've always <laughs> had different ideas of what we think home like how to yeah. keep your home how to not eat people's food like as like a southern woman that has constantly been on the table right. for discussion is how gross everyone is <laughs> like you don't eat certain people's food you don't like that was always there and so i feel like even when it first came out and people were you know even if it was trolly things about like oh my god people are gross people don't wash their hands it's like yeah i knew people were gross this whole time <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like some of us have been paying attention to who walks straight out of the bar bathroom this whole time. Like <laughs> right, right. these people didn't just start being dirty out of rebellion. They've always been this disgusting. And then you put their whole life on blast and they got defensive about it. It's like they didn't start being that gross in rebellion. They've been they were raised to be that gross. Their grandma's that gross. The person they have, licking they their have, fingers as they leave yes, the bathroom. What are you looking like, at? <laughs> like they have proof that you can like ash into a pie and feed it to people and everyone will be fine. Like everyone lives differently. 
Right. And I think that there were a lot of people that just all, t- uh, you know, immediately got defensive of how, you know, they're in cold, their like, defense. You know, if you have yeah. not had a Marlboro red pecan pie. You were missing out. <laughs> you- <laughs> Yo, it's like, yeah, I've like politely picked a dog hair out of a plate before, and that's something that like a lot of black people would be like, that's insane. But it's just, like, yo, people are gross. Like, yeah, the, the CDC your messaging are gross sometimes. The CDC messaging should have been like, if you've seen it at Waffle House, don't do that. <laughs> like, just don't do that. Stop doing everything you've seen in there, and we'll Katrina. be okay. Katrina, we have to end the main episode. We're going to do a bonus story for the Patreon patrons, but where can our listeners find you? And in particular, your special, which is out now. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, you can find me at Katrina Savad, S-I-V-A-D. It's just Davis backwards because there's a million of us. And Mm -hmm. my website and my Instagram, my Twitter, my TikTok, everything's the same. And my special is called Figuring It Out. And you can see it on Prime. My friend saw it on a flight on United uh, a couple weeks ago so it's in the sky Um, but if you go to my website I have a little tab that has all of the links that they gave me that you can watch it on like all these random platforms so yeah awesome that's very cool I talk about weird Florida stuff in it a little bit so (laughs) yeah if you liked me on here you might you know be able to tolerate it at the very least Get on that, listeners, and you can find us probably science.com is the website where we put all the stories we cover and also the links to the Patreon and PayPal donation pages. Thank you very much, everyone who helps the show uh, keep going, and also everyone who spreads the word and says nice things about us on the internet and gives us nice reviews and all that kind of stuff. You can find us on Twitter at probably science individually at Annie T Wood at Jesse Case and at Matt Kirshen, yeah. and probably science at gmail.com is the email address for any questions, comments, clarifications, and stories you'd like us to cover, guys. Have you got any things to plug? Hmm. Oh, oh, no, 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 not at all. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get a magnifying glass and go check out some snakes. Oh, you know, <laughs> I just thought of a good thing to use this platform for, which is not good at all. But uh, do you guys, I forgot, neither of you bought Oculuses or Oculi, right? Requests or whatever. VR headsets? Ooh. No. Does anybody here have I a have VR? I first okay. generation one. And have you tried Among Us yet? No, I have. I haven't. I played the original, like non-VR version of it, and I don't I, know, I've never been that big a fan clunky. of like sort of werewolf or, or whatever mafia, mafia or what that game. The versions of that game. It's never been a game that particularly appealed to me. Well, uh, we are the opposite because that's my f- exact favorite kind of game. And uh, if any of you play Among Us, find me on there because I want to play with people that I know or at least aren't um, eight-year-olds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, you- so I didn't know we could. Uh, so in a similar vein, if any of you guys play StarCraft Two, uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big StarCraft Two guy. So um, you know, we still have about a month left for this season. Uh, it's on the season ladder. based. Yeah, I mean, it immediately starts again, but there are seasons on the on the ranking uh-huh. ladder. Um, so you know, huh. yeah, I play Terran. You know, hit me up. What's uh, your What's I, your uh, handle on there? Hot local singles. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's, it's, yeah, it, that's my handle on chess.com too. If you guys want to play chess, I it's on very chess.com. Yeah, it's hot local singles. It's very funny to me uh, to make people think that spam has infiltrated like ridiculous shit like right. chess.com. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's you know, fantastic. Yeah, if you want to play chess, rather, uh, that'd be even better because StarCraft is. Uh, everyone's 12 and full of hate. I don't chat with people on there. It's horrible. 
Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, are they mean to you? They're mean to everybody. Like, if you want to see how this, like, incel shit gets started, it's gaming. Like, I, oh, oh, absolutely. It's brutal. It's yeah. brutal. Yeah. Like, oh, in Among Us, they assign us 10 people on a ship, and two of them are imposters. You don't know who they are, but they just give everyone colors, and one of the colors is gray, but it basically looks black. And then, like, the things people say about that person, I'm like, this is horrendous. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is That was like, horrendous. I feel like the beginning of Zoom when people were like, what are all of these people doing? There's these kids, there's, there's a mariachi band playing and there's porn everywhere. And I was like, these kids, these people don't know what gamers are. Like gamers immediately <laughs> got on Zoom and just started hacking people's stuff and they weren't used to the, co- like I did a show where like someone hacked and just kept writing like black whore on oh, all Jesus. of like the comments of everything and everyone's like, oh my God. And I was like, oh, it's like my boy from playing halo like i forgot about this yeah it's, so, uh, so it's let me not play with there. those people find me andy t wood andy t wood on among you, us if VR. you if, if you want to find me in person if you're either near uh seattle or las vegas i'm gonna be there in the new year i'm gonna be back at the uh rio the comedy cellar in las vegas and also i'm gonna be at laughs in seattle uh the first weekend of february yay awesome so Go go to those and Katrina, you're doing a you're doing a Florida show as well, right? Oh yeah, I'm doing. I uh, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, as we why I know so many random animal things, and I'm going back for a long set at Rain Dogs, which is the first bar I ever did stand up at, and it's a name your own price show that I'm just inviting a bunch of my friends to. So. If you live in Jacksonville, come hang out. My friend Todd Ebeltop, I haven't seen since seventh grade, is supposed to come. It's going to be good. Classic (laughs) Ebeltop move. I know. I'm so excited. I literally saw on the Eventbrite's name and just yelled Todd alone in my apartment. It's going to be a good time. So, yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So, get all those and listeners, we will see you next time. Bye bye. Bye.